Welcome to the Which Way Do You Eat Your Banana series of personal and management development audio guides. To subscribe or download episodes, visit www.think.gb.com. Hi, this is Gavin. It's been a while since I've done my last podcast, so I've been a I've been away a bit doing a contract for a year, and uh, so I'm back, and um, and it's good to be with you again. Um, the reason f- I've been thinking about what podcast to do, and um, there's a couple I've been playing around with my head, and I've decided to do one on coping with this um, mad, crazy world because um, it is a bit mad and it is a bit crazy. And I've been working with a lot of people um, over the years. And one thing I've certainly noticed in the last year is the stress and strain of it all is is starting to tell on people's faces. You look at people and they're looking a bit knackered, um, a bit worried, and it just goes on and it goes on. And will it end? I don't think it will, to be honest. I think the, we'll just have to get used to the way it is. But... That sounds a bit negative, which is not meant to be. It's just that that's just you know the way the world is. So I wanted to do a little podcast on something which which has helped me. I've been doing this for the last two or three years, and certainly religiously for the last year. Because the last year I've been doing the contract. Um, when I took this contract, I knew it was going to cause me a great deal of stress. Um, I'm an ENTP. If you don't know anything about Myers Briggs, then have a look at the podcast on Myers Briggs. If you do. You'll know we like freedom, we like creativity, we don't like routine, uh, we're just basically free spirits. And this contract I've been doing was the opposite way. I had to have a lot of structure, a lot of control, a lot of detail, a lot of rules and regulations. And um, that's the handy thing about doing Myers-Briggs, you become very self-aware. So whilst I knew I was going to get stressed with the contract, because I was doing it, I knew I was under stress, so therefore I knew what I could do about it. And one thing I promised myself was to do this religiously every morning, um, which I'll explain what it is in a minute, um, to make sure uh, I survived, which I'm here and I'm alive. And I survived. Really briefly, um, basically our behavior is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, if you speak to most people and say, you know, in terms of how you feel about stuff, you know, you know if you're feeling great, does your behavior work? Do you get good results? And they go, yeah. And if you're feeling lousy, is your behavior a bit rubbish and do you not get results? They go, yeah. And then you go, well, who controls the way you feel? And they go, oh, I do. And then you go, well, if that was true, why wouldn't you feel great all the time? And they go, oh, yeah, good point. Um, so most people's behavior, I think, is linked directly to their feelings and what they believe but the way they feel about things seems to be linked pretty strongly to the environment. And when I talk about the environment, I'm talking about the world around us, uh, the stock markets, the weather, the way your friends look at you or your boss looks at you, somebody smiles at you, somebody frowns at you. Everything around you is your environment. And uh, you can be in a really bad mood. Somebody looks at you in a very saucy way and suddenly you feel like Captain Sex. Or you can be in a great mood and your boss gives you that disappointed look and they can drop you like a bag of spuds. So that's what I mean by people's behavior and their feelings tend to be controlled by the environment. Now, if this is true, which I think it is, and I think you'll probably agree it is once you think about it, then if your feelings are linked to the environment, then expect your life to be in permanent chaos because 
you only need to switch on the news and just watch what's going on out in the world. Um, the world is in permanent chaos. Why? Because of permanent and rapid change. You know, world technology is going so fast these days. Um, you know, since the launch of the iPhone, the planet's gone ballistic. Um, so, you know, and it's always going to keep changing. And if you are connected directly from your feelings to the environment, expect your world to be in chaos. Which is why when you listen to a lot of the other podcasts, it's about getting your belief systems right, um, tapping into um, what you believe and making sure your mindset and controlling the way you feel is kind of spot on. So that's all very well. And all the other stuff um, I've talked about is all about working beneath your iceberg of behavior and uh, making sure your head is basically as sharp as possible. You know, I do podcasts on specific skills as well, like coaching, but most of the stuff tends to be around the head. Now, one thing I've noticed, um, certainly in the last year, maybe the last two years, is because it is, you know, reasonably hard work out there, uh, that people seem to get into this this trap, this kind of, um, this rat race where they're running around faster and faster and faster trying to fix results or trying to do something because there's so much pressure on that they just forget who they are and what they're doing and what's important in life. And uh, this is something I started doing about two to three years ago reasonably religiously. And certainly in the last year I have done this religiously is each morning and you know, whenever you start, then just make sure you have a bit of time beforehand. Each morning, you just find a quiet place and you just step off of the rat race and just go into some form of meditative state. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I can't do meditation or, or is that it? To save my life, my planet and the universe, I've got to go into some kind of meditative state. Let me explain the reasons why it might be useful. First one is it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. All you need is your own bit of quiet space and maybe 10, 15 minutes. The second one is that if you think about how you behave and your feelings and your beliefs in the environment, we can't help ourselves but get wrapped up in the environment because the environment is changing so quickly. And by just finding a bit of quiet time and going to some kind of trance or meditation, you just go back to centering who you are and linking back to your beliefs. Going back to another podcast I've done on motivation, um, if you think about future thinking, about envisioning your future and things like that, when you go into a meditative state, um, you start going into your unconscious, I guess. And once you're in there, you can start putting pictures of what you want. And hey presto, things tend to work out the way you pictured them, because our reality starts first, usually in our imagination. If you want the full scientific explanation of why it would be a good idea as well, can I suggest that you uh, read um, some work by Deepak Chopra? I can't remember exactly what the book is, Deepak, my apologies, it's something like Seven Spiritual Success Rules or Laws or something, but it's a brilliant book, it only takes an hour or so to read, you can get it on Kindle, I think, or Amazon for um not more than a few pounds, um, and it just uh, explains kind of in a more scientific way why meditation or trance-like um, time is is such a good thing for you. 
So, um, that's what I suggest you do. In terms of how to do it, I'll just tell you what I do and then you can decide whether that works for you or decide to go and listen to something else and try and find a different way of doing it. All I do is that um, every day, um, before I go somewhere, whatever I'm doing, I make sure I have about 15-20 minutes free to do this. I find a quiet place. Um, if I'm driving somewhere, I just pull the car over, um, not to be done when you're driving, and make sure I'm not going to be disturbed, lock the car doors just in case there's some nutters around, and I just close my eyes and I just focus on my breath and just breathing in and breathing out. Um, I, I tend to count my breath up to 10 and then I start again and then I keep going one all the way to 10 and then I start again just to try and shut out everything else that's rambling on in my mind. And when you try and do this, what you'll find is that your brain will keep talking to you. So that you'll try, say, counting your breath to 10. And then you might do it once or twice. And then suddenly you'll get interrupted by, oh, gosh, I left the cooker on. Or the boss wants to report on this. And that's okay. When these distractions come in, just let them go and just start again. And after a period of time, and it usually takes me 10 minutes. I have no idea how long it will take you. You get into this place where suddenly... Um, for me, I, I kind of find that everything just quietens down and I get some kind of light show going on in my eyes. Um, I think it's because my eyelids just relax a bit more and start let, letting a um, glimpse of light in. And when I'm in that state, I just tend to picture what I want from the day or the year or whatever. Just nothing too deep. You know, If I want to have a good day, I'll just picture the day going well. If I'm working on something, I'll just send some kind of intention into that quiet space and just... Um, just enjoy the kind of relax, relaxation time. So I do that for 10 or 15 minutes every single day. Ideally, you should do this in the evening. To be honest, I never get around to it, but I must promise that I'll do that next. But I've found by doing that, whilst the day is incredibly busy and lots of things go up and down and work well and don't work, um, by just stepping off the rat race for that 10 minutes gives me everything I need to go the day with everything I've got and it stops you going a bit mad and it stops you feeling like you're just gonna just keel over and faint I hope that makes sense um, it's nice to be back um, I'll do some more podcasts soon I've done this one quite quickly I've done very little editing I thought well, I'm just gonna get one out there um, so hopefully you, you won't mind the odd stammer or stutter um, uh, until next time, take care and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.